0: Welcome to the Millennial Success Stories Podcast, a space for millennial women entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, and those who dare to forge their own path. My name is Jackie Kossoff, and I'm a marketing strategist and success coach, multi-passionate entrepreneur, writer, traveler, and history lover. The mission of this podcast is to uplift, inspire, and empower young women to create a life that reflects their own version of success. I believe in sharing our experiences so we may learn from one another and grow together as a community. In season two, I invite you to dive deeper with us as we explore more about the nuances of success and our ever-evolving perspectives on what it means to be successful in business and in life. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey and grow your own marketing business, I encourage you to sign up for success breakthrough call where we'll have the opportunity to connect personally. Now, without any further ado, for those of you ready to write your own success stories, let us begin. And always remember, success has no age requirement. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I am so excited to share this conversation with you today. I had such an amazing time speaking with my guest, Christina Oliveras. The social butterfly gal, as she's also known. And you know, it was just so amazing to be connected with Christina. She was actually referred to me by Chloe Adams, one of this season's earlier guests, because they are both from San Antonio, and, you know, she just told me, she was like, you, you know, you need to have Christina on your show, like, you need to have her on your podcast, and she was so right. This was such an amazing episode, I mean, I just wanted to keep Christina on for hours, hours hours and hours. Um, I definitely think that she will be one of my repeat guests in the future. Her story is just so like relatable. I just feel like she relates on so many different levels to things that so many different uh, women entrepreneurs, whether, you know, myself or, you know, hearing from other people have experienced. And I just, oh my gosh, I wanted to, I want to just keep asking her questions and keep having her share her experiences with us. So without any further ado, let's dive in. Let's hear from Christina herself about her own journey. And as always, I invite you to leave a review on itunes apple Podcasts, to help get this show and share christina's story with even more women so thank you so much and let's dive into the episode hi christina welcome to the show hi
1: jackie thanks you so much for having me today
0: oh i'm so excited to have you on um okay let's um let's have you get us started why don't you start off just telling us about yourself um you know a little bit about your business how you got to where you are now and sort of just like the whole origin story um and you know just just get us caught up
1: <laughs> awesome okay so i am christina Giovanna olifatis i am based out of san antonio texas and i am the owner of the social butterfly gal it's my social media strategy business and then i am the co-owner and co-founder of hustle and socialize and that's a women entrepreneurship conference um, i've been in business for five years almost five years actually june of 2020 will be in five years and then with Hustle & Socialize, we are just hitting our second full year in business, but this will be our third conference that we're hosting here in San Antonio. And honestly, it's business has just been so amazing and crazy at the same time. We were talking a little bit about origin stories. And so where I kind of got started was I got into entrepreneurship kind of like by accident and as a form of a rebellion with all of the no's that I was getting. So originally I have a degree in broadcasting, mass communication, electronic media. My whole life I wanted to be a reporter. I really wanted to you know, be on E and Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. And I had like all these internships and I even graduated college early. I like, graduated after three and a half years. And even though I had all these internships and all this experience that they tell you you should have, mm-hmm. when I got out into the real world, trying to find a job in the broadcasting industry was just ridiculously hard. And my first job out of college was more of a content director. So I was working with a startup company here in San Antonio, and I was basically managing, you know, his social media, like the company's social media. I was also creating content, but I, at that time, social media wasn't where it is now. That was about 2012, 2013. And so even though I was pursuing television, there was this thing that you could feel was on the cusp of just growing which was digital and social media and so for I worked with that company for about a year kind of gained my foot into digital and social media and then I was like you know what I'm gonna try again with television I'm gonna see if I can you know break into the tv industry because I didn't want to give up that dream And I want to say for like maybe six months, I just applied everywhere in Texas. I was applying to, you know, many like little TV stations and like unknown towns. And then I kind of sort of thought it was going to be my big break. There was a new lifestyle show that was developing at one of the uh, top rated television stations here in San Antonio. And they were looking to have, you know, on camera reporters. So I, of course jumped in and sent in my demo reel. And I got to the second round of the interview process. And I found out on Facebook that they had hired. They, they didn't even tell me that I did not get the job. I found out on Facebook like three months after my interview. And at that point, I just felt like, I don't think that television was going to be my past because no matter how many times I tried to knock down, you know, open the door, Nothing was happening, and my best friend, who is now my business partner uh, for Hustle and Socialize, she had said, the reason why you can't find a job is because it doesn't exist, so go create it, and at that point, I had no idea what that meant, and I think I was so fearful of even, even thinking and dreaming big of what that would be, and so after she said that, I said, you know what? Okay, I got on WordPress, and I created a blog called The Social Butterfly Gal, So I pivoted and shifted gears and went into public relations. Long story short, the woman that I was working with who was a PR consultant, I was starting to already develop my brand while I was working with her. And so the Social Butterfly gal started to become, it started gaining traction and gaining an audience. And at that time I was mostly blogging about what was going on in the city of San Antonio. I was going to these events kind of as an influencer, Mm -hmm. And she was going to get married and she kind of had this discussion with me and told me, you know, you have this blog, you have already a following, you are really great with social media. Have you ever thought about turning that into a business? And then that was kind of like the second light bulb. And I I was like, no, I I don't think so. Like I am not a business owner. I don't have a business degree, you know. Why are you throwing these thoughts in my head (laughs) but after that had happened i started really thinking about it and i just felt so called to go down that road and to like just to start thinking about it and then i would say maybe two months later i got my llc and um i've just learned so much about social media and running a business and now that just has grown and grown and grown. And then part of my brand with the Social Butterfly Gal was a mixture of social media and women empowerment. So when I first started out in with my business, I was really targeting women-owned businesses who were looking for you know social media management or social media strategy. And when I was working with my business coach at the time, she had asked me, well, what's something you want to do five years, you know, five years from this moment, what is something that your big vision goal? And I said, well, I want to have a women's conference. Mm -hmm. And at that other time, I think I was in business with SVG for maybe about a year and a half. I was getting married in 2017. And of course my best friend is, was my maid of honor. And I just kind of like threw this idea at her and she wanted to come on board more as a consultant. Well, it ended up being where she became my business partner and so hustle and socialize formed. So now I have two businesses and it's just absolutely growing and amazing and it's so much fun.
0: I absolutely love that and I love there's actually a lot of parallels between our stories. Like yeah. when you were yeah, when you were talking about like how you um like you had never really thought about having your own business and then like, you know, you just started learning more about it and like, you know, hearing from people and like literally, I think I've used the exact same words that you said, like you were like, I felt called to, mm-hmm. to do this. That's like exactly how, how I felt when I, when I first started.
1: And I think yeah. too, um, one of the things that I was noticing, I have a really big bubbly personality and I, one of the reasons why I chose the name social butterfly gal was, Social Butterfly was always a nickname with my family and me, you know, I would walk in the door and they would be like, you're such a social butterfly. And I think that even when you're thinking about developing a brand, which at that time, I didn't know that what I was doing was literally branding, you know, I was Mm -hmm. creating and cultivating my brand. But I just felt that the name and the colors and everything that represented was a representation of myself. And from there, it just kind of just spiraled into what is now my brand. And I felt that when I was interviewing with television stations, probably one, I mean, even though I had experience, I felt as if they were trying to put me in a box mm-hmm. that I really didn't fit in and that was because social butterfly gown needed to exist you know yeah so it's just it's so interesting to see that journey and how even at that time I mean I never knew that that was something that could even be possible and I think that that's important for everyone to know that like dream your wildest dreams because like (laughs) anything can happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. And I'm also, um, you know, pretty big believer in like everything happens for a reason, you know? So like yeah. even during the time when you were like, you know, if you're like applying to jobs and not getting anything like, you know, and seeing that it, like that was actually opening the door for you to, um, have this business and, mm-hmm. you know, like essentially experience all these amazing new things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just like every, like there's always going to be, a reason behind,
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and funny, saying, but... funny story. So, that like a quick little one the television station that I actually did the, the last interview I call it my last interview because that was literally like my <laughs> last job interview that I ever went to. Um, but that television station, although they didn't hire me to you know be on the show. Uh, the producer at the time she just started following my career even though I didn't get the job she was starting to follow me and that was 2014 so she mm-hmm. she just started seeing everything that I was doing and then in 2017 that television station actually hired my company to come do a social media audit and strategy session for them so <laughs> just really a big full circle in how, even though they said no, and even though I didn't get the job in the end, I still got to work with them on a different scale. So it's really cool to see that really full circle.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's awesome. And I think that it's so important too, you know, to just um, keep in mind, you know, for those, um, for those women listening, you know, who may like still be in the nine to five or who may be hearing from, you know, places about how like, oh, you can't do this or like, you know, like just, you know, all the, um kind of like discouragement um you know and just knowing like no like people like even if you leave the corporate world like people will you know still kind of they'll want to see what you're doing and like and how you can serve their business and Mm -hmm. you know i I experienced something like you know i mean somewhat similar like when i decided to leave my um my nine to five um my my managers were actually really supportive like in the beginning um my manager was like kind of surprised um (laughs) you know but um and then afterward, they were really supportive, and my previous company has hired me, um, you know, several times throughout throughout the years um, when they've wow. had like extra work to do. So yeah, so it's just kind of like it's really cool, um, just to kind of see like you know, it doesn't have to be this like, um, you know, uh, dreadful, <laughs> dreadful right. thing, Experience, you know, like, yeah. yeah. And you'll you'll there's always going to be like opportunities, and I think that's just it's so I think it's just so wonderful that. Um, you know, that you also were able to, to kind of experience that and just see how, you know, even, even when, you know, you're kind of with these, you know, seeking these opportunities that don't pan out, like it may lead yeah. to another opportunity in the future. I think that's such an important life lesson. Um, Cause yeah. I think sometimes too, like I'll talk to other entrepreneurs and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, I didn't get that client. Like, I'm so sad. Like, you know, all this stuff. Um, and then, but sometimes it's like, okay, well maybe you didn't get the client now, but maybe that person is going to like mention you to someone else down the road that's happened to me before like I've gotten calls from people I'm like where did you find me and they're like (laughs) you know this person and I'm like I haven't spoken to them in like a year you know so it's like it's just so cool to like see how that happens and um I just thought it was also important to kind of mention that um on the show so (laughs) okay so back to back to you i'm gonna ask you a little bit more about your um uh, women's conference and and all that stuff i want to know i want to know more about that tell me everything um and yeah just what you guys do your mission all that stuff
1: of course so in 2017 so our conference launched in 2018 and like i was saying in the middle of the work that I was doing with Social Butterfly Gal, it was becoming really evident that while I wanted to have a conference under the Social Butterfly Gal brand, when we were just working on it and all the details, you could tell that this was gonna be something on its own. You know, it was it was definitely gonna be the split. And I really loved that it was a split because then after I was able to focus my brand solely on social media, and then I was able to focus my other passion, which is women entrepreneurs or women empowerment, and I was able to focus it on hustle and socialize. So my best friend, we've been best friends since we were 10. Um, we've known each other forever. I had approached her and was talking to her about this, you know, idea that I had. I was talking with my business coach. And so again, she came on board as more of like a consultant role. And as we were developing it, um, we were actually working with two other people. So it was supposed to be a four person team that we were working on. However, one thing that we quickly learned was if you're ever going to put on an event or if you're ever going to just go into business, everyone needs to be on the same page with Mm -hmm where you want to go in the future as well as what do you want this event to be Mm -hmm. and the other two women that we were working with did not feel the same their ideas were very different from ours and it got to a point where they were holding us back they were really stalling us from actually moving forward we were already and I'm a big person that's like if I say it out loud then it has to happen there's no going back like if I mentioned it on social And if I say it out loud to someone, then I'm like, well, it's happening because someone already heard about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I actually, um, there's so many, like, it's so crazy how things happen again for a reason. Um, how it got started too, was those two women were holding us back and I was in a, um, I got nominated for a women's business award for social butterfly gown. And in the interview to see if I was going to be able to get the award, there was actually a woman um, that runs, it's called Fund. I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Fund. So Fund is a government program that helps business owners. They do have a women's like track but they help Mm -hmm. business owners help them get capital and loans and they help them. Even they have a, they have a service that helps them develop business plans and have them meet with a mentor. So one of the representatives from lift fund in San Antonio was in the interview. And of course, in my application, I had said, Oh, a women's conference. And so of course, when they got to that question, she asked me about it and I kind of just made up the story about how we were going (laughs) to launch a women's conference and after I left when I refreshed my email she quickly emailed me and was like I want to know more about this women's conference and so that was the turning point that was where like we already got another person involved so we need to we need to move forward with this when it when we we had to make a decision very quickly how we were going to move forward and we ended up just saying, you know, unfortunately, these other two women, we need to move on, you know, you want to be a part of this or not, they just made the decision to not be a part of it. So the next week, we actually launched, we had like no branding, we had, um, we like went on Squarespace or WordPress, I don't even remember. And we just like quickly launched our website, we launched ticket sales the following week after we um, announced that we were having a conference and we uh, sold out within two months. Oh my God. Um, so we launched We launched in April of 2018 and our first conference was June of 2018. And so really all it is, it's, it's a women's entrepreneurship conference and we're focusing on leveling up women. And that's actually the theme of this year's conference. It is June 11th through the 13th of 2020 this year. And our theme is level up. And so we focus specifically on personal development and professional development our conference is split into two and a half days three days really but the first day is all about uh, professional development branding social media you know everything that's going to help the the person get to where they need to be in their business it may be for if someone is in the corporate world and they've never um they're thinking about entrepreneurship and they want to you know experience it and then it's for also people who are in business who are at that tipping point where they know they need to get to the next level Mm -hmm. and so we focus solely on that and then the second day is definitely about mindset and where you want to be personally to help you get to where you want to be professionally Um, This year, it's our third year, and we've grown. I mean, crazy growth. The first year was just a one-day conference. Last year was a two-day conference, and now we're moving to a hotel, and it's a -a two-and-a-half, three-day conference. So it's grown. It's
0: insane. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Congratulations. That's Thank so exciting. You. Thank no, you. I mean, I know I'm going to I will put um I will put those dates down on my yeah. <laughs> on my calendar cuz that sounds like something I would um I would love to. I've never been to San Antonio. So like
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, you should. It's beautiful like, over here. We're actually our conference is on the Riverwalk. So our the hotel is right. All you have to do is just walk outside and you're on the Riverwalk. It's absolutely beautiful. <laughs>
0: Yeah. No, that sounds amazing. And that also sounds like something that our listeners should also tune into. So we will also include include all that in the show notes. Um, yeah, no, so excited. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, so you've experienced so much growth and, um, you know, in in your businesses and everything, you know, over, um, over the last few years, which is amazing. Um, how I'm going to ask you my favorite question. Um, (laughs) how do you define success? Like for you, um, you know, personally, like what's your personal definition of success? This can be in business and life holistically however you want to take it.
1: I am such a perfectionist. So I have a really hard time with actually understanding and comprehending all of the things that I have done in mm-hmm. a short amount of time. Um, yeah. I do believe that it's all about making an impact. If I can just touch one person in the room, that's a success right there. Um, and it could be with my personality. It could be with uh, under helping them understand about, you know, rejection and redirection and how to not give up. I think one amazing quality that I possess is perseverance. All through my life, I've been able to kind of, if it was a struggle in academia or if it was a struggle in my personal life, I've been able to really persevere and have this go-getter, no one's telling me no attitude. And so I feel like when it comes to success with my business, it, it is kind of taking a a really reflective look and trying to get out of my own head and trying to get really in depth of this is the impacts that you have done in such a short Mm -hmm. amount of time, whether it is helping someone in the social media and get their message to their um, audience in a quick manner, that right there is a success. Whether it's, you know, helping a woman decide that she wants to quit her nine to five, you know? So it feels like I really have to think about more on the impact scale than just, oh, okay, well, I increase this revenue or I increase this profit. Oh, I'm building my team. I think it's just really like understanding that we all have a calling and a, and a reason why we're here and to really think back on why am I on this earth? You know, why why did business, why, why did that happen for me? Like, what was my message that I needed to share with the world? So I think it's just really understanding that. I mean, my husband, he always like tells me always think about, you know, where you started and like, think about like all the stuff that you've done. Or like, if I get down on myself because like it's the end of the year and I have like these goals to accomplish and he's like, Mm -hmm. there's people, there's a lot of women out there who like would kill to have all the stuff you have so like be grateful about that so i think it's just really thinking about um your impact and i feel like i'm always learning i'm not an expert even though a lot of people are like she's a social media expert or she does this i'm always learning we're always students and so for me it's always remembering that i still have so much to learn i'm not done and i can't wait to see you know where the growth is gonna take me from the short amount of time that i've done it in five years like where are the next five and ten years gonna take me and i think that's just the most exciting thing to even think about
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know i absolutely absolutely love that i love like Um, you know, all different parts of your answer, like, you know, talking about, like, giving yourself credit for everything that you've done and, like, every single success, because I think it's so, it's, like, so common for, you know, us women entrepreneurs to, like, you know, just think, like, oh, no, I haven't really achieved anything, or, like, you know, kind of, as you were saying, like, looking at your goals at the end of the year, like, I had the same, like, the same reaction. I was, like, oh, wow, there was so much that, you know, I didn't accomplish, right, but then, like, you know, when you go (laughs) back and you, like, look at what you did accomplish and you're, like, okay, like, yeah, like, this is actually, like, like I need to give myself more credit
1: <laughs> and, I, and I also have to like I'm super big on you know trying not to think about where other people are like the comparison mm-hmm. trap and because yeah. there's so many factors there's access and like you know opportunities privilege and so that's why for me I'm like I don't even though I look up to some of these gurus that I listen to in podcasts like I have to remember that their journey and my journey is so different mm-hmm. they're Their access to things is so different. You know, I was born and raised in the Rio Grande Valley. So I lived on the border and coming to San Antonio, that's like a big city compared to like my hometown. So like, I always have to remember that when I see someone, you know, that's big and that's kind of like the life that I want. I have to remember like, hey, this is my journey. That was theirs. This is mine. Mm -hmm. And I have to know that. And, And it's like, I always use the Michael Phelps analogy where in when you saw that picture, like Michael Phelps is swimming and his Mm -hmm. opponent is looking at him, but Michael Phelps is looking straight at the finish line. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is me. Like I need to, (laughs) I need to be Michael Phelps. I need to do that. So whenever I feel compared, you know, whenever I'm like comparing myself, I always quickly like say, nope, that's their journey. You know, like Mm -hmm. my journey is going to look so different from theirs. And so I have to remind myself like, Hey, this is what I've been able to accomplish. You know, like I created the social butterfly out on my couch. Like, that's cool, you know? And so it's just little reminders like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. No, I love that analogy too. I'm going to like use that because, <laughs> yeah, like comparison can really, like, it's just, it's that. Like, I've actually read about how like comparison actually stifles your inspiration and creativity. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like actually holding you back. So, like, <laughs> stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <Okay. laughs> Okay, so, um, you know, you've talked about, I mean, uh, you've talked about the idea of, like, up-leveling, going to the next level, all these things. What do you see as your next level with, yeah. you know, from where you are now? Yeah.
1: So, I feel um, there's so much more. Social media changes every day, right? So, mm-hmm. I think it's definitely staying on top of where trends are going and understanding, like, what parts of business, like, what what do I really need to focus with social media and, um the clients that i work with because again some of the clients that i work with you know even though social media has been around for a while they're still at that point of learning like how mm-hmm. to post correctly how to answer yeah. the feedback and so and even how to communicate to their audience their brand messaging so it's definitely like staying on top of that and pivoting my business to that i'm wanting to focus more on a role that is more strategic in a way that I'm coming into companies and I'm not so much managing anymore. Like I'm not managing social media, but I want to mm-hmm. step into, Hey, I am your strategist that you are going to hire and I'm going to help you like level your social media and come into your company and impact you in that way. And Mm -hmm. then I, I'm definitely focusing more on a lot of speaking. So I do a lot of speaking events. I speak at conferences and workshops and do a lot of, you know, podcasts, recordings like this. So I really want to transition into more of that um, social media type expert where I'm going and speaking and really kind of impacting in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with Hustle and Socialize, of course, where we, we, we just, we created a board of directors. So we're growing in that area. But what it, what I'm really focusing on right now, I got uh, accepted into a fellowship with a, a big organization. And right now I'm working on developing, I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to focus on middle school and high school girls mm-hmm. with entrepreneurship and bringing in some type of a scholarship or curriculum. And so I just feel like the brand is going to continue to grow. I try, I try not to think so far ahead just because I feel like things change, right? Mm-hmm. And so I try to plan as, you know, as maybe like one year at a time. But I really feel like the, I'm really close into my community here in San Antonio. I'm really involved a lot with the downtown community. I live in downtown San Antonio. And so I'm really involved in um, in everything that is here in San Antonio. And so I want to just continue to expand the, both brands. So um, we want, with Hustle and Socialize, where this is the first year that we're able to actually have many people from all parts of the country come because we are mm-hmm. at a hotel. So mm-hmm. I think it's just really exciting to see where both brands are headed and just to keep on top of what's trending and always be ahead of the curve mm-hmm. um, and try to like be
0: as ahead as possible. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's so awesome. That's so exciting. And yeah, no, I completely, um, I kind of have similar, like, I like also want to focus on like speaking and, and yeah. like, and things like that more. So yeah, no, I just, I love seeing that. Cause I think it's so important for, you know, for those of us to, you know, really understand that we can use our voices, right. you know, and we can get out there and we can like share and, um, and you know, and that, that is, um, you know, that that's, that that's an option for us. Cause I mm-hmm. think that a lot of times, especially with the whole um, laptop lifestyle thing, you know, a lot of times you just get like so stuck behind your computer. Like you're not really, um, yeah. you know, you're really, you're not really getting out there and having the impact that you could. So.
1: And honestly, um, honestly, so I don't work from home. I work out of coffee shops so that I yes. can be in my community. Right. And honestly, I feel that I lived, San Antonio is a, it's like, it 's a small city, but a huge city, so <laughs> they are very big. San Antonio is very spread out, but it wasn 't mm-hmm. until I actually moved downtown that my business started to boom because I was surrounded by people who mm-hmm. literally were same mindset, very active in you know in different industries and so I really feel like for me I need to because I do have that laptop style where i 'm on my laptop all the time, I yeah. want to be sure that i 'm surrounded by people who can connect me to who I need to connect and, and just get that so
0: I can continue to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And I, I work from coffee shops too. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's great. And then you get coffee and then, um, I've actually been trying to limit myself recently because I realized that I was having too much coffee. Um, and (laughs) so yeah, but okay. So anyway, so, um, um, Would you share with us maybe like an experience or something that you just feel like other young women who are maybe in the beginning stages of their journey just like you know need to need to know? And so this can be a personal experience. This can be you know just any wisdom that you've picked up along the way that you um you know wish that you your formal self would have known. Yeah. (laughs) Just just really anything for you know for those women.
1: So I definitely think before any person like any person starts a business, I think they need to have all of their documents set in stone. Whether it is their LLC, their accountant, their bank, all the financials, like everything needs to be in place. One of the things that I did not do was I. So my my dad was in a, my dad's an attorney, and he was able to help me with the LLC process. So mm-hmm. when I approached my parents to tell them like, hey, I think this is what I want to do, they were very supportive, and my dad said, okay. Um, we're going to get, you know, with the secretary of state, we're going to get to your LLC. Had no idea what that was, right? I was like, okay. Had no idea about like everything that comes with it, with tax preparation and all these things. So like my first year in business, when I was going through the taxes, I was really learning and like understanding, like, what does this mean? Like, oh, this is why I have to have QuickBooks. Oh, wait, I need to (laughs) file franchise tax. And so I really do feel that before any person starts a business, that they really need to speak to um, someone that can connect you to those right people. It -hmm. took me about two to three years to find a really, really great CPA that I could trust. And I, as part of the team, you know, and so I, I truly feel that one of the things that I wish I would have learned beforehand was all of those the legal and the financial aspects of it because i think when when you're a creative so i think my job is really interesting because i am a creative first i was not a business person so in my mind like because i do social media i am creating graphics and like creating copy and being like super creative doing strategy but then i also have to switch the gears and become the business person you know mm-hmm. and so yeah. it sometimes it sometimes gets really confusing because there was a lot of things that i did not know like workflows and writing out my processes i just hired an assistant this month and i'm so grateful because i had all of my processes down and Mm -hmm. so now i'm able to give her a a book that's like hey this is how i do step one step two step three this is how i onboard clients like i really truly feel like everyone that is going to go into business needs to get those things first, like Mm -hmm. write them down and understand the flow of how your business is going to run. Because when you're creative, you don't think about those things. You just go, you know, like (laughs) social media is nonstop. And so for me, I'm like, Oh my God, I need to, I need to create this strategy. I need to do this calendar, but it's also like, Whoa, I have a process. This is how I onboard. This is how I do contracts. Mm -hmm. Um, and as I started getting bigger clients, um, when I, in 2018 and 19. And so I had to learn, you know, like what is the best legal jargon in my contracts? And so <laughs> yeah. these are like the, the things that like, I think everyone needs to know that shouldn't be so scary. It's not, it's not scary at all. I just feel like mentors need to step up and mm-hmm. guide people. But then I also feel like one of the biggest things that really helped me in my business was networking. Mm I immediately, when I made the decision to go into business, I was just finding local groups that I could connect with. And although at that time, they were mostly blogging groups because I was a quote-unquote like blogger or influencer, in the long game, it helped me because they were able to connect me to people that were looking for someone like me. And Mm so um, one of my biggest clients, I actually got them as a client due to their former employee and I meeting in a Facebook group that had nothing to do. She was moving from Baltimore to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. We connected. She got a job with my now biggest client and it was just kind of like a connection, you know? So I was, I was able to network and, and meet people. Same thing with the conference. I mean, I tapped into my network, um, to help sell tickets that first year. And so I, I would, definitely want to share that networking is key when you're starting a business and not so much online, but also in your local community. Mm -hmm. I am so big on local community. In the beginning parts of Social Butterfly Gal, I was more of an online business and I was joining all these Facebook groups and I had clients that were an online community. But one thing that I was realizing was when I was working on their strategy, they weren't they weren't here. And so (laughs) they were in different parts of the U S and it's not bad, but I didn't know how to help them social media wise because I didn't know who their audience was. And I didn't know like how their audience reacts to, you know, their boutique or their Mm -hmm. restaurant. And so in 2017, I made the decision to not have any online clients and just focus solely on San Antonio and the surrounding areas. And honestly, that's when my business boomed. Like it was just like a definition. So I really truly believe in like impacting your community in that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I think, um, it's so funny cause like, like both my parents are attorneys. And so <laughs> I also kind of had similar, like when I started, like, you know, I just went to my parents, like, and yeah. they were also supportive and they were like, yeah. yeah, okay, here's what you need to do. Like, here's all this stuff. Like, we're going to set you up with our CPA and like, you know, and like all these things. So, yeah. yeah, no, but it's so important. Cause there's so many people who just, who don't, who don't know that and who don't, um, you know, know where to go for resources and stuff like that. So.
1: Right. And um, I think too, like when you, when, when you're thinking about about owning a business I think you're just trying to figure out like oh my god I need clients or like how do I get this right. and in reality like you need to do everything correctly you know mm-hmm. like you need to have all of all of your ducks in a row before you even reach out because then you're then you're not set up in, in the sh- legal structure that you need to have mm-hmm. and I think yeah. that even though I was grateful to have that experience to where I I already had the LLC and I didn't have to worry mm-hmm. about it I think as I got more into my business and learning all those things i wish i would have had a mentor to to guide me to the right people mm-hmm. and be like okay cuz my my parents they still live in the rio grande valley and so i didn't really want to use their people because they're not physically in san antonio mm-hmm. and so finding the right people took a while. Like it took a, mm-hmm. like a good portion of like the first two years of my business. And so I really truly feel like if there's any wisdom I could give, it's just do, do it right. Do it right. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. And I also think it's just important to, to really like voice those things too, because like, you know, sometimes I think it's so easy to, you know, go on social media and see people who seem to be like, you know, experiencing like overnight success, right? Like, Oh, I built right. my, I built my six figure business in a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's kind of like realizing like, it doesn't have to, it, it, like it's okay if your journey's not like that. Like it's yeah. okay if it takes you a little like longer just to find the right team, right? Because I right. think like sometimes we all talk about, like, oh my god, you know, I just you know I made like six figures overnight and I have a, my dream team and like it all just came together in like forty eight hours, you know. So like, yeah, so yeah.
1: Like, even <laughs> like, even with expanding on my team, <laughs> I in twenty at the end of twenty eighteen, I knew I was ready to 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 hire on. Like I knew mm-hmm. that that was like the next thing. I was like right there. And so many people in in my community were like, oh, you need to hire. You need to have a team, like, blue, blue, blue. And I was like, I'm going to take my time. Because Mm -hmm. if this is the first person that I'm going to add on to this, like, child that I've been working on, (laughs) I need to make sure that it is the right person. And so Mm -hmm. all of 2019, I actually just allowed for anything to come my way that was going to guide me in the direction of Who I needed to onboard, and it ended up being that the person that I ended up onboarding, I had worked with her previously, so she was able to prove to me that I could trust her in that manner. Mm -hmm. And so I waited a whole year, and I think that that's okay, you know, like it's it's okay. You don't need to you don't need to do what people are telling you you need to do. Like this is your business, so anything Mm -hmm. that you feel is not right or right, go with your gut instinct. And I'm so happy I waited. A whole year because I in 2019 I was able to start writing down my processes. I was able to like figure out like okay how much am I budgeting for this? And so had I hired her right in 2019, I would not have had that.
0: Mm-hmm. so I think
1: it's like really important to go at your pace.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, are there is there anything else that you know you kind of wanted to um, to share with other? other aspiring business owners in terms of like, you know, it doesn't have to be like just starting, but like wherever they wherever they may be in their journey. Yeah, I think definitely to,
1: don't let yourself uh, scare you. So have you taken Enneagram, like do you, do you yes. have a number? So yes. I'm, a type, I'm a type six.
0: Okay, I'm a three.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm paired. I'm actually like tied with three, oh, Okay, so, like, okay. I, scored, I scored highest on the six and then it was like a one point difference. Mm -hmm. with like six and a three. But one of the things that I do to myself a lot is I freak myself out and I fear a lot. So Mm -hmm. I fear like little things that are holding me back from growing in my business. And I think that for anyone who's like starting out or anyone who's like, even like one to two years in business, don't be afraid to fail. You know, like Mm -hmm. everything is a trial and error. And if something happens then that's a lesson that could help you get to where you need to be so Mm -hmm. with like social butterfly gown for a while I I was switching all my services I didn't know like what type of services I was doing managing and then I was doing like strategy and I was doing events and I was like trying to figure out like what what is going to be the right thing or like even the type of clients that I wanted to work with um and and too with the conference you know we we were supposed to have it in 2017 and it didn't work out until, until 2018. So I think it's just allowing yourself to actually go forward and not Mm -hmm. letting yourself stop you from the things that you want to do and accomplish. And don't let that inner voice, you know, like push past that fear that you have in your head, because the thing you're fearing is probably not going to happen. And so I feel (laughs) that one thing that anyone should do is just keep going. Like, there's no yeah. such thing even though i am a perfectionist there's no such thing as perfect so it's always mm-hmm. progress over perfection yeah. and i always try to live by that mantra and be like okay even even if my website is not completed it's an ever going project like that website's mm-hmm. going to be updated and it's going to be like every year we change so mm-hmm. there should be no reason why we should not put up a website because we all know it's going to be edited or maybe this project is not defined, but I'm going to do it anyway. And I feel like that's the, that's what you have to remember is like, no matter what happens, just do it. Just like, if you want to start a business, like just start it, you know, you can, you can work your way and, and fine tune different pieces. Like mm-hmm. I didn't with social Butterfly like I didn't have everything completed. I just had a word for us blog. And was like, oh, okay, well, let me get a logo. And like I had all these things and then started to eventually tweak every single part of the business. And so that's why I feel like for anyone listening to just, just do it, you know, don't, don't let yourself stop you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's like so important. And I think that I, I like keep coming back to, um, I keep coming back to that, just like the whole concept. Like I know recently I was thinking about how, um, like, there's a lot of, um, Contradictions when um, you know in the entrepreneur space when we talk about failure, yeah. right? So like some people are like you know you you failure like you know cannot be an option like you can't fail like you know like you have to like like you know you won't succeed if you like keep that as an option. But then there's other people who are like you have to accept like you know failure in order to succeed and like you know and like all these things and so it's just it's so funny because I realized that um, I realized recently and I was literally thinking about this like earlier today, um, just that like it's you know it's kind of like you yeah you like you get to decide like whether you um whether you fail or succeed like first of all you're the one that gets to label that so that's a pretty big that's a pretty big thing um and then yeah and then also it's like you know you can something that was a quote-unquote failure um you know can also be a success you know like kind of like we were saying earlier um you know like you technically like failed at getting that job but like you (laughs) you like like succeeded at starting your own business so and I feel too (laughs) so
1: like I interviewed with maybe about 14 Television stations from the time that I think it was 20, like at the beginning of 2014 until August, because that's August of 2014 was really when I just started to dive into Social Butterfly Gal. And so, even though like those, I'm so grateful for those no's because every single no, although at that time I was like, what am I gonna do with my life? Right, yeah, am I a failure? And I had, mind you, I had gotten out of college a semester early so that right. I could start my career. Yeah. And no. Yeah. So, just like
0: I'm such a successful person. Like I, yeah. I was like the same way. Like I was like one of those like overachievers in college and I was involved <laughs> in like everything and like, you know, and yeah. yeah. and then it's like, yeah, no, I get it.
1: <laughs> and so that's why I'm like, you know, now obviously bigger picture, like a year later, you're like, that's why I gotta know. Like this is awesome. Thank you for saying no. But it does take a while for you know those things to come about. And same thing with the television station. I mean, I I live actually next to that television station, and I talk to like producers. Like I still um, I still keep in contact with like some of the reporters there, and and I'm still very connected because of the social media industry and some of my clients that I have. But I'm so grateful that those no's happen because had, had I gotten a yes, this, all of this wouldn't be yeah, here.
0: Yeah. So and like, and you wouldn't have your conference and then yeah. all the people wouldn't be able to experience it. And yeah. like, yeah, no, it's just like, it's, it's, you always have to get past the, um, I'm going to just say struggle for lack of a better word. <laughs> right. you kind of have to get past like those, um, those periods of struggle in order to get to like the amazing wins and everything. And I just know, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm part of this mastermind with, um, you know, a number of other women business owners. And it's really, it's so fascinating just to see like, sometimes when, like, you know, some of us and they always happen in groups, right? Like it'll always be like a few people having a hard time. And then like other people are like, you know, doing well, but it's so fascinating to see because, you know, the people who may, you know, have been going through a rough patch, like, you know, literally a month later, right? Like, things will be completely Mm -hmm. turned around. And so it's just, it's so important, I think for everyone. I know I've started realizing this too, like I was going through a little bit of a rough patch, like around the new year, Um, like just prior to the new year, I was like, it's the end of the year, like what did I really accomplish? You know, kind of like what we were talking about earlier and (laughs) you know, like trying to give myself credit, but also being like, oh my gosh, like, you know, and um and like feeling like oh like do i need to recalibrate like what's going on because i want to do new things in 2020 so like how am i going to do that and like allowing and i was like getting really scared about that right i was like am i going to be able to do it um and but like it's just so interesting because like going from that which was literally just a month ago like a month ago i was like in that space to like now and now I'm just feeling like amazing about <laughs> 2020 yeah. and like everything that's coming in. And like, I have so many different opportunities in front of me now. And, yeah. um, yeah, so it's just like, it's just, it's so interesting to just like think about like, um, for all of us, you know, like <laughs> when yeah. any one of us might be feeling like, um, oh my gosh, like, is this the end, you know, like, mm-hmm. no, it's okay. You just have to keep going. Agree. Yes, so, for sure. Yeah. So I, lo- I love that you said that. And I think that we, we all need to remember it because um, it's going to come up time right. and time again. Throughout right, our journeys. exactly. So, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so what? Um, how can we stay in touch with you? I want to let you like tell us like where to find you um, for all the different things that you do.
1: <laughs> and
0: we'll include those in the show notes.
1: Awesome. So for Social Butterfly Gal, you can um, look at my services, look at my case studies, read my blogs on my website, socialbutterflygal.net. And you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at the social butterfly gal. And then on Twitter, I'm Christina SBG. And then for the conference, which is hustle and socialize, we have our third annual conference June 11th through the 13th of 2020 in San Antonio at the Hyatt Regency Riverwalk Hotel. For We have tickets going on sale right now, general admission. They end April 30th. So we're kind of on a fast track here, Um, but you could go to hustleandsocialize.com and on Instagram, we are hustleandsocialize and
0: that's pretty much it. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, Christina. Of course, thank you so much much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Millennial Success Stories podcast. I would love to invite you to join our growing community of fellow millennial women entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs inside our free Facebook group, the Millennial Success Society. I also love connecting with fellow women entrepreneurs on Instagram. Find me at Jackie Kossop underscore LA. Feel free to send me a DM with any suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like answered on the show. For all the latest show updates, exclusive resources for our listeners, or to apply to become a guest on the show, please visit the Millennial Success Stories podcast page on my website at www.jackiekossop.com slash podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and I'll catch you next time.